Riding around the city feeling 2.0 Cause I leveled up this year, case you never know Went half of the fam, went half of my bros Added commas to my stack and brands to my clothes Yo, so, man, I think here, like, it's imperative that we discuss, like, George Floyd Like, we actually need to get into this Because this has been happening for too long Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine a policeman on your neck for, like, nine minutes, bro like a whole nine minutes like and you're telling me that he ain't at least trying to choke him like it's yeah. actually just disgusting what's going on man it's crazy man because i feel like even the fact that like these people are comfortable to like operate like that on camera it just shows like the level of like white privilege and how like our lives just mean nothing like they're confident that they can just like do these things and then they can bust case like straight after like i'm not gonna lie obviously um i know that like, a lot of people have um been saying that like the videos are too explicit for them and they don't they don't want to see that kind of content online but we kind of need to know what's happening and, and at least we can see it without like videos like i feel like the authorities can sort of change the narrative all this self-defense bullshit that they try to claim as well like it just it just seems weird to me and i feel like it's, it's actually pretty sad uh, seeing all this stuff but it's definitely necessary i think it starts way before george Floyd. so the amy cooper situation with the dog was essentially like a catalyst for like this compounded disarray. She used the power of her whiteness basically like to expose like the weakness of black people. Thank God that guy actually videoed because it just shows you, as one was saying, that the police are clearly the biggest gang. She just kind of victimized herself and portrayed it on the phone to a police officer. You can see the narrative of our conversation as well. It changed as she just she, she got she basically just made herself seem a bit more scared. And she knows that the system is just going to defend her when this guy is actually just standing there. Just he, Did he actually approach her or anything? He didn't at all, did he? Yeah. On the video, it seems she just acted a certain way and from a distance portrayed on the phone that she's being harassed by this guy. The Georgia um, situation. He was murdered, yeah, by like, someone that's essentially meant to protect and serve. The police officers, their role is to protect and serve society. And if they're out here, like, murdering people, then it's clearly a problem, right? For me, yeah, um, like, Reese even mentioned that some people said that they weren't able to watch the full video. I was one of them. I couldn't, I couldn't watch it, bro. Mm. I'm being very real with you. I heard him say he couldn't breathe. I heard him call for his mama like a grown man calling for his mama like Dom was innocent. Like, the boldness to, to even be filmed and do what you're doing. All your pressure, all that body weight, whatever, everything, like the knee going into the neck. Like, even just imagine it. It's almost like I felt like it was happening to me. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just feel like, fam, when is this stuff going to change? But I remember even just being a kid and getting into a madness. And like, I remember bleeding, literally, like, fam, I was bleeding, I was dizzy. And the first thing the feds did was to stop and search me. Mum was trying to get to the hospital, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? The first thing they did was like, like little things like that. And it's like, people act like they don't see it. Mm. And fam, it's hurting families. How many mums are going to cry, bro? How many mums, how many brothers, how many sisters, how many fathers? And I just think, I don't even know what the solution is because you see the man, you see people retaliating, Mm. retaliating through riots and stuff like that. And that ain't the answer. But it seems like the police officers, yeah, they feel like there's no ramifications for them. They're essentially above the law. Like, they were only fired, right? As in, only just recently as well. This guy was actually at home being protected by police officers. In a film, you would have expected, you yeah, to at least see the perpetrators, as in, be facing justice, right? At the end of a film, or even in that, you would definitely see, like, as in, police officers in handcuffs or any film that you watch. But these guys, as in, this is not even a film, this is real life and nothing happened. But, Jay, you see, you're talking about a film, yeah? A film you should watch is called Mississippi Burning, innit? I don't know if you've seen it, yeah? 
and it's based on a real story. So it's actually funny I talk about a film. And what actually happened was three white guys, they must have kidnapped these black kids, yeah, and then they murdered them, right? And then what happened was they got away with it because the judge, the police, the sheriff, the lawmakers, the mayor, yeah, they were all Ku Klux clients. So imagine everyone that's basically meant to be protecting you in that town is actually part of the Ku Klux Klan. So what happened was it took an investigator from New York to calm down and like look into the case. And then eventually like justice was served here, but it was took like years, like bro, like every time they'll bring something to court, the judge will just waver it because obviously he's part of the KKK. And they was literally just letting people off. And I saw a video the other day on Twitter where these they done like a kind of mini experiment where they made black kids go into a white neighborhood for the first time. And like this was, I think it was in the 70s. And the, the white kids were basically telling them, get out. Like, what are you doing in this area? Like, you lot aren't supposed to be here, innit? Yeah. The maddest thing about that is those people will be in their 50s now. So those people are the police chiefs, they're the sheriffs, they're the judges, they're the mayors. You can't just say, oh, that was in the 70s, because those people from the 70s are now in power. You have to unlearn this behaviour, because the more it goes on, the more that these people are going to eventually get the power. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, they're not going to unlearn behaviour that benefits them, do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like they, like, they benefit from this system that we're oppressed by, literally. And I just feel like it's disgusting, man. And when I see like all these videos, like, I feel like there's definitely like... Like black life to them, like just doesn't mean anything in it. So it's just sad to see. I just don't see like racism. Like I don't ever see it ending. If you look at like, a, like America as a country, like black people in America, maybe like let's say like 150 years ago, they were slaves, bro. You get man. So when you think about that, 150 years ago, it's not that. It's not really that long ago. 60 years, America went through that period of time. You know when there was like separation. You get me? Where obviously black people couldn't do certain things and white people do certain things. And then only now in contemporary society, black Americans more or less have free will and can act as normal like economic people. But then overall, it still hasn't been like a long time. Like racism ending in that country, it's, it's not going to be like overnight. Yeah, I've reached an extent here, yeah, but like I feel, just to add on to your point, yeah, there's a presumption of guilt when it comes to a black person. Just going back to that Amy Cooper situation, right? The officer on the phone, he's a higher power, right? As soon as he hears there's a black person attacking, it's just a presumption of guilt. As in, you just think, okay, you need to go and defend whoever's the victim, regardless of what is actually going on. You just feel that black people have this, I don't know, this ultimate power, like, they can affect so many other people, as in, other people always feel victimised by black people. It's kind of sad to an extent. But just back to Reese's point, yeah, the power actually, it starts from the top, right? This society that we live in, or especially in America, if the law, the people that are meant to protect and serve, and the the people that are enforcing laws don't actually protect and serve and oppress people for being a certain colour, then it will never change. Like Donald Trump's out here tweeting that we're gonna shoot the leaders. This is the president of the United States. If he can do that, yeah, then a police officer in any state, anything that he wants, he can do anything, bro. So Jerry, I think what you're saying, yeah is guilty until proven innocent. You see, it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, yeah? I think with black people, it's always guilty until proven innocent. You're already guilty, and, and it's your job to prove that, but it's not supposed to be like that, do you get me? And I feel like that's a problem. Like, when a police officer starts talking to you, like, you can tell that you're always trying to prove something. Like I watched a video um, today, and they was like, what are you doing out here? He said, I'm just chilling. Well, there's 
there's been drug sales in the area, so you haven't given me a proper reason, so we need to search you for drugs. It's like, I can't even chill. Maybe like a year or two ago, I was smoking with my friend, yeah? We are just on the streets, like, not like that, hanging outside the house smoking. And a neighbour actually made a call and said, we're throwing fire. Do you understand? And like, out of nowhere, three police came out and said, yeah, we heard that a flamethrower was getting thrown about. And I'm like, bro, where do you see a flamethrower? So people do actually extort those white privileges and move crazy, like, just to make you look worse, I'm going to say. How do you translate? If that was a cigarette we were smoking and it wasn't something that, you know, seen as so deviant, I don't think that would have happened. And she would have reacted like that. You mentioned some of the back of Jerry's point, right? And obviously you said that the officer will feel a sense of guilt having to feel like they need to protect, obviously, the person on the end, which was Amy Cooper. I just thought maybe these police white people, whatever, see us as more of the dominant race, do you know what I'm saying? If you think back, right, and even if you just take our genetics into account, we have denser bones than the white man. We're naturally stronger than the white man. We're more athletic than the white man. So it's like, they could fear us subconsciously, do you know what I'm saying? And fear like, okay, cool. If we actually come together, we could actually overpower all these niggas. But Alex, yeah, like your point about like, all like the burn density, all that, that's, that's just giving them excuses, man. Literally, it's just saying that they see us as the stronger, yeah. more superior race, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like they want to keep us oppressed, in it? But that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's definitely good to sort of like think about solutions to like all of these problems because me personally, like for a while, like I kind of thought that even having our own political party would sort of go a long way. Mm. I don't know what you might think because I feel like if there's like people that are genuinely just solely focused on black issues, we can literally like sort of lobby like different situations or we could actually like ask what are you doing to sort of benefit black people? So, you know Reece, the problem with the black political party thing in it, yeah, is that you get people that think, wait there, so what, every black person thinks the same then? Some people think, yeah, that you're actually feeding into the idea of we're less than thou because, because there's not a white political party that they all agree on stuff. If there's white people that are strong, like in America, strong Republicans, and then there's strong Democrats, yeah. So that mm. means you're suggesting that every black person has the same political view. That's why I think here, yeah, like, I wouldn't be comfortable just joining a black political party just because we're black. Like, you're not actually giving us any, like, you're not, you're not respecting the intelligence of black people when you do stuff like that. I think, yeah, the better solution is to try to do stuff like Black Wall Street, how they had that back in the day, yeah. The reason why I think things like Black Wall Street are important, yeah, bro, is because, let's say Asians, yeah, a lot mm. of Asian people, they ha- they're in certain types of businesses, isn't it, yeah? And mm. I want to pick the obvious one, isn't it, yeah? So when we are growing up, every time you went to a corner shop, nine times out of ten, you saw an Asian guy, isn't it, yeah? Mm. And that corner shop, yeah, the money is running through their community, isn't it, yeah? Just, I'm just using that one example. Then if you take Jewish people, yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them are also into, like, law and finance, yeah? And things get passed on and they train their kids. And, and that's why they say the money stays in that community, yeah? Like, yeah. black people, where it doesn't stay in our community. Of course, we could support black businesses here and there. But a lot of the time, the money doesn't circulate. You get mm-hmm. me? And I think money is what brings you up to a certain um, level. I've heard someone say something so controversial the other day, which is a lot of oppressors are still against Jewish people. However, because the Jewish people are known for having power and the power comes from the structure they've set up for themselves and also the finances they've set up for themselves, when you have money, yeah, it equates to power. But the problem is with the black community, they're not known for having money. So 
that's a, also another reason why you don't have a say. You can't pay your way through yeah. certain doors. I feel like, you know, with the whole political party thing in it, yeah? I feel like there is a way to sort of generalise that common sort of community issues. Do you know what I'm saying? You can't generalise these issues, bro. Like, things such as law reforms and all those, like, that's more general. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like with the whole Black Wall Street thing, it's, it sounds like a good idea, but, like, the implementation of it is very long-term. I feel like short-term, you can have, like, a pressure group or a party that could actually represent us. These learnt behaviours that have been embedded in people from young. Do you know what I'm saying? And just to respond on the back of, of you two's point, yeah, about the political party, it can work. But what I'm saying, you don't just join a, a black political party, quote unquote, because you're black. You join because there's an array of issues that, you know, need to be addressed. Do you know what I'm saying? Everyone is going to have different thought processes. No one's going to think the same. How same. do you address it with the decision makers? Because like, it's all about the decision makers. And who no, are the decision makers? How do you account for two different sets of people? For example, yeah. You get political parties. So, for example, you get um, left wing and you get right wing in it. So, you get the most left wing is like, I don't know, Labour in it, and then you get conservative. But you see how the different parties and have different views in it. And one represents a certain class, one represents another class of people. Having a black party, what class of people that's represent? There's black people who are heavy conservatives, there's black people that are heavy Labourers. They are. If we all right now said, who, who do we follow right now? I feel like you'll get four different answers. You would assume that everyone has the same views, but they don't. It's all about your personal. So how do you now categorise that? Because he's black, they must have the same views. They want to pay the same tax. They want to be, no, it doesn't work like that, bro. But realistically, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about infrastructure, right, yeah? So we don't have our own schools. We don't have our own hospitals. We don't have our own banks. Like, so I feel like, and we don't have our own businesses on a large scale. So how can we well, be... Why is that? Let's say we had a political party, yeah? Let's say, let's start with America, because I'd say that they've got more of a foundation of... Let's say America elected Dr. Umar Johnson to be the leader of the Black Political Party, yeah? Bro, he fights for issues, but at the same time, a lot of women find him sexist. The LGBT community think he's homophobic. And then some black people think that he's racist. Like the ones that are in interracial marriages, yeah, they mm -hmm. don't agree with what he says about you shouldn't be a white person. Like even someone I think who's quite powerful in their word, he will be like the worst person to a large amount of people. So mm. I think yeah, I think you're even being ignorant to think that black people can just have a political party because mm. it's, you're just bunching us all into one. Like, I don't agree with that, man. But Okay, but I'm trying to say, yeah, and this is the last point I'm making it, yeah? Something is better than nothing in it, yeah? If we have someone who is regularly upholding black issues or addressing black issues in parliament i don't feel like there's anything wrong with that like whether it's like one seat or two seats but i'm trying to say like what you say about dr umar like obviously i wouldn't elect him to be the person in parliament this whole issue is bigger than lgbt it's bigger than interracial relationships it's about the black agenda you can't lose sight of the black agenda like there's different subgroups cool but we're talking about the black agenda and that only so you can't really bring those other things into it it doesn't matter how you feel about them other issues because they're, they're small scale compared to this the Asian people have political parties that you're aware of. I don't know. Reese, I don't even think us, like black people forming a political party is a, a solution. We need to focus on building like our own communities. Whether we have a community or not, there's a law enforcement that oppresses us. So whether you have a community or not, it doesn't matter. I think one of the things that I think we need to be careful of, even as, as a people as well, is this is not black versus everyone else. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, this is none of that. The facts are, fam, the police and people them in other areas or whatever, other arenas of influence are racist. They're racist. Like, point blank, fam. Like, I understand, yeah, we can build our own communities, our own parties. Yeah, that's all well and nice. But 
they're racist and things need to change. And what I mean by that is people, for example, that are white, yeah, that are in power, need to be standing up for us. They need to be standing up and voicing the concerns of what's going on. Why are they going to stand up for black people? All of them are racist. Not, not everyone's racist, bro. Most of the people in power in this country are racist. And but they, there's some people in power that aren't. Do you get what I'm saying? And those that aren't should be fighting for us, bro. That's what I'm trying you to know say. You that Amy Cooper, she has a very senior role in a massive company. It's like you, you was going for a promotion and you didn't get it. And she'll be like, oh no, try again next year. Bro, she's racist. Don't get it twisted, yeah. Just because people cry out and say, oh, like I didn't get the promotion, yeah. I think my boss is racist. You know, sometimes you look at them and you think, come on, man, you can't always just say that. But bro, like if you actually look at Amy Cooper, I'm sure there would have been a time where someone was trying to get a promotion and she had a hand in it, yeah. Woman rarely said, I'm going to tell them that I'm African-American, man. Bro, the way she said that, it's like accurate. saying that there's a lion attacking me or a grizzly bit like she said it to them levels i don't think you need to develop a community because a, a community is there bro it's there if you compare it to the jews the asian they're they're a closer knit community they look out for each other and i think that's the sort of behaviors we need to start fostering i woke up this morning and uh, obviously when i thought and pre this um what's going on in america what they think a solution is in it there's no justification for looting rioting destroying homes and businesses of innocent people as in no. There's a guy that actually had a business. He's a black man. His car got tarnished, set on fire. I think it's easy to say looting is not the solution, but history suggests that it is. When people have caused destruction, you know, like peaceful protests, yeah? Like, bro, it, it's, it's practically never, ever worked. Like, in, in every community, in every mm. single community, yeah? The Nation of Islam, if you touch a black person, they go out fighting as well. I don't get it twisted, yeah? Those things help progress black people to where they are today. It wasn't just peace. To America, to even to get to points where you're even allowed to have a vote. You're even allowed to retaliate to certain things, yeah? Bro, like, man actually had to mob up. It wasn't just peace, fam. What I'm trying to say is, yeah, history suggested that war or destruction actually leads to the betterment of that community but obviously if white people are already in power yeah they obviously are never going to want to promote that again because they got to the place where they got to half those people that are actually out i'm sure they don't even understand what has actually occurred the same way in the uk when the, the riots were going on when people going to jd sports and half of the shops are still pampers because of the burning yeah bro don't you think yeah this has escalated the police to arrest this guy and put him in custody other times when they don't do that stuff yeah these police officers just walk half the time this occasion they've put pressure on the police to, to actually do action and that could suggest to you yeah, that this destruction has actually caused this guy to actually go to custody and yeah. trying discrimination shall we say, should be yeah. solved by burning buildings down and going brute force against police officers is that what you're saying I'm not, history suggests that works and history suggests that that's the only time things move forward i obviously think that if you're burning out people's businesses yeah that's obviously a bad thing to do i'm not saying that's good but that's what, what i'm happening. showing you is that that's why this office is in custody bro all right cool just to like redirect the conversation a little bit yeah where do you guys stand with influential like people using their platforms to sort of highlight these issues because i feel like i was on social media the other day in it and what i noticed is that like there was definitely attention towards people who like have a massive love and profit from like black entertainment and black culture but like they don't love black people their sort of inability to sort of speak during these times obviously i'm not one to really like 
favourite like dragging people, but I do feel as though it is the responsibility of those who profit from us to sort of speak out on our issues as well. I think it's great. I saw Jamie Foxx. Obviously, I've seen Will Smith. I've seen a few people, right, um, come out. few people, celebrities and et cetera, come out and speak about this thing. Obviously, I've seen Bishop T.D. Jakes. I've seen people come out. Do I think it helps? Yes. Do I think it's um, going to be a solution to this, to the oppression that we're facing? I don't know. But I think it's a step in the right direction. I think it's brave to be able to stand up and talk for what is right and, and support these things. So I do think that's powerful. But to be honest with you, I think that the reason why I do think it's effective is because these people of influence actually have money as well. And money speaks, as you guys were mentioning earlier. The problem is with, with our community is that we lack in the economic power. And when you lack in that economic power, you ain't got words to say. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't have no money to impact things. These people of influence have money. That's why their mm. voice is able to get heard and they can speak for us. Let's say like the likes of like the Michael Jordans of the world or certain rappers and stuff like that, yeah, who like have so much influence and wealth, but they don't choose to sort of speak up on community issues or sort of direct like the correct energy into them issues. Do you, do you sort of look down on those kind of people? I don't, Reese, yeah, because you see someone like Michael Jordan, yeah, I think he's proven that he just wants to be the best at basketball. From that documentary, yeah, he doesn't care about any this type of stuff, innit, yeah? So you see man like that, yeah? I don't even look to them, bro. T.I. Yeah. came out today on stage in Atlanta and said, this is the Wakanda of America. Bro, that certain people shouldn't talk. Whether it's politically correct or whether it's clear and coherent, it doesn't matter. He's, he's made the effort to say something. If you're in a position of influence and you're not talking up, and you're black. It's just like, fam, who are you really for? When you made a point about Michael Jordan, he just wants to be the best at basketball. Fine, you can do that. You've proven that. But at the end of the day, look at the colour of his skin, fam. Who are you for, G? What side do you stand on, fam? But Alex, yeah, people that, like, let's take gay people, yeah. Not mm-hmm. everyone that's gay <laughs> talks out about gay issues because they're not comfortable doing it, yeah. So I don't think that's... You can't, comp- that's, you can't compare it. You, no, you can't I don't compare think you it, have, fam. In my natural personality to want to speak out about this type of thing, in it, yeah. But I also know that there's some people that get bullied mm. and they'll never even speak up for themselves because yeah. it's just... It's not in them. Like, it's, you can't just... Jerry just said it a second ago. Not everyone is supposed to be an activist, but there's different ways to actually help the problem. So if mm. Michael Jordan... Let's take Michael Jordan. Let's say, yeah, he, was, he didn't have a big voice. Like, that's just not him. But he actually was funding things, yeah, that yeah. actually progressed the issue. That's mm. fine. I saw someone today say... Oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce have been awfully quiet. This are stupid. How much money Jay-Z and Beyonce put into to solving black issues? Yeah. You can't just say that they need to speak up. I, mm-hmm. I disagree with that one. I feel like, I'm not even going to talk about like, the Jay-Z's or, or like, the, the Michael Jordan's of the world yet, but like, let's say people who are not even black who profit like, heavily from us. Like, the reason why people force some type of way is because like, we're not welcoming a lot of spaces, you know what I'm saying? No one really opens the doors for us. If you're going to come into our space, at least speak up for things that we're going through. Like, I think it's fair, personally. I think it's, it's, this is not a solution, but it will definitely to resolve an issue. It's just if you're in a power of influence, whether it's in America or the UK, use your voice, whether it's tweet, a video, a picture, use it because it will travel. Do you know what I'm saying? I think pushing off the back of Alex's point, yeah, I think it's, it's crucial when you're in power to say something. Obviously, I know people in power, sometimes they like they act and they do a lot of things behind the scenes, which obviously the normal person might not even know. But I think you're using your words and you're, you're getting your point across. One, it travels. Like You look at platforms like Facebook, look at platforms like Twitter. Your voice, especially if you're a powerful black person, you can touch 
so many different people. So I think, yeah, it's crucial that in these situations that we need to be talking up. Even if, like, you're not the most vocal person, even sort of, like, taking some sort of stand, whether it's maybe, like, posting something for awareness, maybe contributing to whatever. But obviously, it's very obvious that we're not obviously influential people, so it's easy for us to say in our position. Do you know what I mean? But I definitely do feel that those people who are not taking a stand because, like, it's off-brand and that, that I don't respect that, in it. Reese, though, just on that as well, like, people say MJ didn't care. Fam, he clearly said he put money towards the campaign. He does care. He just didn't speak. want to speak on somebody he didn't know. That's all it is. Like, it's not like he wasn't doing anything. Do you get what I mean? Like, I don't think that any just Tom, Dick and Harry should come and start talking about things that they have no, that they don't have a deep understanding of or have anything valuable to say. The right people need to be talking about this. Are we educated about these issues and et cetera, number one? Can we talk about it properly? And those of, those people in power and et cetera can invest, can do things to help promote these campaigns and et cetera. Let me not lie to you. At first when I saw people say people like Jack Fowler and H should be talking up in it, yeah, I found it funny. <laughs> but then I actually started to deep it, yeah. They're buying it for not talking up. You know why? Because, bro, they actually feed into this whole Hollywood Jack and H can come to the barbecue and the cookout and, like, they'll make jokes on it and they'll, like, kind of do the dance or do the White people that like black things, yeah, so, like, black culture when it comes to music or dance or whatever, when a white person has got a past, a lot of the time they think, like, raw, like, we should actually support this person. Like, he actually broke through. That's why the M&Ms of the world and the H... They have super fans because, like, yeah. white people obviously will prefer to support their own a lot of the time, innit, when it comes to music, yeah? So yeah. if they have that large audience, I think the least they could do is speak up on these issues because the DJ that's spinning their track is probably black, yeah? And the culture they're living off is black. They should be on the front line. I agree with you, yeah, and I, I do agree with what you're saying. However, when Madonna posted a video of her son dancing... People are getting onto her. When Jack Fowler made Come a tweet, on. people are getting onto her. No, but it, you're saying like you're saying it like it's very like it's easy for for a white person of influence to just come and talk about it. Sometimes some people may not feel comfortable because someone might just say, "Shut up, you don't know what it's like." The same way you use your black friends, yeah, to guide you of what type of music is popping, how to kind of like shut down a, a dance or whatever. Use your black friends and say, "Oh, bro." Like, Madonna should have been like, yo, if I put this up here, yeah, do you think this is calm? Same way Pretty Little Thing should have asked one of their black representatives if they don't have anyone in power. They should have asked, oh, is this hand calm? The white hand was pink and the black hand was pitch black. If one was pitch black and one was, like, chalk white, that's cool. They don't have a, enough black people around them to be answering them the right questions, you get me? So I think that, Toss... And they're making money You should use the same people that you ask for advice on entertainment and food and ask them, is this message correct? Um, when Madonna part of that video of her son or when Jack or when them people started talking up and people was like, shut up. I didn't, personally, I didn't really understand. And I thought, fam, why are you, you going to get onto them lot? For actually, for actually making an effort to even speak up in the first place, do you know what I'm saying you want you want people to speak up. They speak up and then you get onto them. No, That's bro. Stupid. No, bro. She's white. Her, her son, son's black, right? He's dancing to Michael Jackson. They don't care about us. Cool. I'm not condoning the dance moves and whatnot. No, it's distasteful. Like, listen, yeah, what Madonna done, yeah, obviously clout chase off her black son. That's that's literally it. Like, that's Madonna. literally it. Madonna. Madonna clout chase. She don't need no clout. G. Are you sick? Everyone what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking needs clout. What are you talking about here? Wait, so you're saying that an old white woman made a black boy dance? 
like on camera and it wasn't distasteful. Oh, so she was like, yeah, mom, it's her son. Soul, it's her son, bro. What I'm saying, it's a part of the food that's actually speaking up, bro. Alex, that's not speaking up. No, no, no. Okay, not literally speaking up. I'm making the effort. Making the effort. No, 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 that's not effort. What she's proven is, yeah, she adopted this kid from when he was young, isn't it? Yeah, from when he was young. She's proven that after all these years, Donnie must at least be 18. So after 18, she still doesn't get it. She still doesn't get it. She put up her son dancing in the kitchen to Michael Jackson, yeah, after a black man just got shot. It was a video with Michael Jackson playing in the background. They don't care yeah. about us. Read mm-hmm. deeper into the message, bro. Detract yourself from the dancing, yeah? He's put on a tune and he's moving to MJ fam. They don't care about us. Because he's really trying to say is... They don't care about us. So he's dedicating that video to my man. Do you know what I'm saying? Personally, I think it's a powerful message. No, it's not. It is, bro. It was, I don't know, powerful or like a, a good message. Why were people offended? Because people think it's clout chasing. Because people think that Madonna needs clout. She does. She doesn't. She's, she's trying to act like she's relevant to what's going on. And the day, if if I was to start a Zontabin for the World War II people, like, what would you say? It's a powerful message. I think people shouldn't be forced to speak up, but obviously when you do, you got to say, like, you know what I'm saying, proper things, and it's got to be genuine, do you know what I mean? Obviously, if you are, like, part of the so-and-so culture or you profit off us and you don't sort of align yourself with our issues and problems, then I think there's an issue personally, but the Belly Majunga situation, do they not care about our lives? Yeah, I don't feel like you lot can get onto Madonna and say that she's not, like, obviously it might not have been a powerful message, but it's her message, innit? And like you said, Isha, she's been adopting these kids from a while ago, from way back. So for her, it's obviously a personal thing, isn't it? Like, that's someone that I would describe as she cares for black lives, which I'm trying to say to you, because where did she get that kid from, like Zimbabwe or something? We're not going back home to collect some random kids and bringing them back. We're thinking about ourselves and our families, which I'm trying to say to you. She's extended past her families and she's throwing her money into that and her experiences. And that you, yeah, I know she does a few fucked things, but at the end of the day, she's, it's a good foundation and she's trying for them. And it is a strong message what Alex is saying. They don't care about us. She cares, clearly, but the boy is saying that they don't care for her. I get it, but I don't think you can get onto it 100% still. Might not be the best, and we might not appreciate it because of who it came from, but she's trying to put a point across. But I still just don't believe there's no justification for looting, rising, I don't know, destroying homes or businesses of innocent people, to be honest. I don't think history being a current answer to this current issue or this problem is the solution, to be honest. As in violence and destruction of property, burning down buildings, won't solve the problem of like police brutalities and again the same thing of like enshrined discrimination i don't know in donald trump's defense though when he mentioned that um newton would lead to like shooting he's actually right to an extent so seven people have actually been shot now as a consequence of this writing issue or as a consequence of not it's not even writing now it's actually a civil war as you're seeing from the video between i think the actual solution to the problem will be law enforcers it should be from higher up. It should make sure that people like you and me or people just like should get the same justice, right? To be investigated and prosecuted by local district attorneys in America. They themselves are white and racist. So how can they be the ones to prosecute officers that have then killed a black person? It's not, I don't think, black people having a community, more black people that are successful talking about it, more money from, I don't know, Michael Jordan, Oprah being pumped into black community. It's still got nothing to do with it. And even if we had the money, there's no point in competing. They run the world. They con- clearly control the power. From their side, there should be a change. No matter what community we like, congregate, no matter how much money we have or what's happened in the past, I just don't think that would be like the current solution. 
Jerry, I liked one thing you said there about the board. It kind of just made me think of a potential solution, yeah? You see, like, with companies, when companies obviously have shareholders, you want to make sure that the money they're putting in is being dealt with properly in it and their returns, etc. They'll have a board and then they'll have auditors. It's people from maybe potentially even outside of that state and from different backgrounds, different races, and they can come to a consensus and a conclusion of what should actually happen. Because like you're saying, it doesn't actually make sense to have the people that are already in power in that region or that place to dictate the, the verdict of that officer. So maybe having like an independent board could actually help progress things. There's actually a new Netflix series, isn't it, called um, Jeffrey Epstein. So this guy was a billionaire back in the day and he lived on Billionaire's Row in Florida, isn't it, with Donald Trump, the rest of these guys. The guys in power, the system works for them. This guy was committing crimes that if a black person committed, they would have probably been on death row. However, he's in such power, legalised power too. He's got pictures with every top American person you can think of, from Warren Buffett to Donald Trump to all of them. But the crimes is committing sexual offences to younger females and all sorts, all sorts of crimes. He ended up killing himself in prison. But basically the judge was prosecuting him. Was his friend. Like, it just doesn't make sense. The whole legal system in America just doesn't make sense. Every time things go wrong, yeah, they always make, I wouldn't say black people, but I'll say the poor black people look like animals. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Like, now, this thing happened with um, the George Floyd and then the Americans started moving erratic. The way people are tweeting and Trump, Trump's like, these thugs and this, we, we give them reason to not respect us every time. Do you understand? And I feel like until we can change the way we view ourselves, they're never going to view us differently, fam. You see, yeah, like, you know, I was telling you about burning down Mississippi and them type of films, yeah? What yeah. happened was, like a black person raped one of, like, like a white lady. That's how a lot of this stuff, or they looked at her wrong. What did they do? They'll burn down their businesses. They'll burn down their farms. They'll burn down their houses, yeah? That was their solution of how to show their outrage and eradicate the problems, innit? We're in a position where we're not on top, do you understand? Now, the solution needs to be different. Now, I can't talk for the whole population, but I can even talk for myself, yeah? And as I've gotten older, the way I've conducted myself around the authorities has changed. When I was younger, stopped and searched by a police officer, I'm moving nervous. I'm getting all this. I'm thinking, what do they want? Do you understand? I'm giving them, re- they're sensing that. They're sensing that fear. And that's when they start violating us and open your boot, mate. And, or oh, what's that in your car? And do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? But when it's now, and like, I understand where we are in society, and I believe my worth is equivalent to everyone else's, when they stop me, I'm like, so what do you want, mate? Do you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm questioning you. What's your problem? What do you want? No stresses. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? It's how we view things and how we view ourselves. If we put ourselves up there, I think people will put a lot more respect on our names. I know it's not black and white, but what I'm trying to say to you is we need to help ourselves before anyone else is going to help us. So obviously now, being in school, in it, yeah, you know, you're a bit of a tyrant. You do a bit of a mad thing, in it, yeah. It's obviously a bit of a story time, in it. Cool. One day, man, them all decided to jump train now, in it, yeah. And obviously there was inspectors there, but obviously you was young, you were stupid. We just ran off on the inspectors, innit? The next day now, obviously everyone thought, yeah, it was a bit of fun, a bit of banter, innit? So we decided to do it again now. So cool, jumped on the train, on the train journey, everyone's running bands. And we get to our stop, innit? And then we jump off the train now, fam, bear police. Like, bear, innit? Some man them jump off, some man them stay on, it's tight, innit? Obviously I'm like, ah, shit, did I jump on, did I jump off? Obviously I jumped off the train now. Tried to jump back on, it was tight. Doors was closed or something like that happened, innit? And cool. All I see is just feds. Two feds tried to grab me. And obviously, like, I'm not having it, innit? So I'm like, no, no, get off me, yeah. Then two twos now, another three police officers come. Get me in one next militant WWE lock, fam. And that kneeling on the neck, 
that that shit is real, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that is real. Like when I saw that video of um my man, it gave me a flashback of when I got arrested. I'm saying like how they really put their knee on your neck, put their knee in your ribs, twist you up and all that. Like it's real. Do you know what I'm saying? And it, fam, it's painful, fam. But what actually helped me was one guy, and he actually got arrested as well. We was actually sitting in the same bully van still. One guy like actually grabbed the police officer that was like on my neck kind of thing in it. Obviously, I don't think I would, I wouldn't have died, obviously, but it just shows that, fam, they they really don't, they don't really don't care about your well-being. You know what I'm saying? Like they just want to assert their authority. Like these these feds, they don't they don't care about us, fam. They don't care, fam. They say they're here to protect and serve, but they're not, fam. They all got hidden agendas. My thought on it, Alex, there is that a lot of police officers, yeah, these are guys that used to get bullied in school. A lot of them used to get bullied in school or they were marginalised, or they wasn't that strong growing up in it, yeah? Mm. And they've gone gym, a lot of them have gone gym and pumped themselves up or gone into the police, and it's like their time to get power back. Or people mm-hmm. just always talk down to them, they get it. So mm. you know, sometimes that you have those teachers at school, and they're just doing too much. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're getting this attention, then this, then that. And they're like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, sometimes mm. people are taking it out on you too much, yeah? So... A lot of the times, it's like what they've been through in it. Like, like you know how they say hurt people hurt people. Do you get me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that mixed in it. Yeah. But then also on top of it, racism mixed in with that power culture. That's where it just turns to madness. Do you get me? So I think that obviously you did a crime, but at the time you would have probably been like what. 14 or something because five officers against a 15 year old fam yeah obviously i was tall but gee these these niggas were big fam it's not rocket science to know that a young guy cannot hack that amount of bodies on him that uh, you're right Alex. i was there that day and it was police brutality that day i think those particular officers they didn't come to enforce the law they came to beat up a bunch of kids in it obviously they took into account what happened the day before and they came with their own ulterior motive you lot were saying previously this shit's been happening for years man like what can we do about it i think police brutality there's a, there's a saying that police are the biggest gang in london how can we stop them they're their government's gang in it they're employed to do this kind of shit i suppose what are the advantages of looting Mofe, there's no advantages of looting from my perspective. I think, like, even though I'm saying all this stuff here, I don't necessarily think looting is a great tactic, in it. Yeah, I don't. However, what looting does, it puts pressure on the local economy. Obviously, I understand what Jerry said, like a black business got burnt down, yeah. Most of the companies that actually touch him is white America, right? So those people in those high powers, they're now putting pressure on the police that they're burning down my business, like what's going on? And obviously, they want it to stop. So eventually, what happens is the police will give in to certain things to get it to stop. That's why it, it works. However, I'm seeing people stealing lampshades. Like, they exactly. get it, like, <laughs> Obviously, I'm like, let's say for example yeah like if asian people or jewish people were to like i don't know loot or whatever yeah just due to the fact that they've got a lot of wealth in their community i wouldn't imagine these people stealing stuff like lamps or tvs the minute you start stealing material stuff like that it kind of avoids the whole no, point there's no correct way to protesting obviously you're going against a common law you can't just stand there and be like okay 
please can I have this? Or the other side of it, go and burn down a building. There's no right way. Everyone's just trying to get across their message, you know? So whether it's stealing, whether it's killing or whatnot, I just don't think any of those things are solutions. This is why I think the point that Ish mentioned, by being destructive, it does have an effect. How do you correctly protest a black life? You get me? Like, I think obviously in America, yeah, like they kind of just have to probably just do the most right now. Issues like this are going to continue and continue if people just sit there and do nothing and protest peacefully. So I kind of do agree with what they're doing, kind of, yeah. But not the, not the, the looting and stealing I've looked at it. It's like the unemployment in this Mississippi and the St. Paul's area. It's like a twin city in America. Those two states. Is that? Four percent for black people. They're burning buildings. Like, where are these people going to work or find jobs? Like, it's so backwards. It's a two-way street because some people will see it as cool. We're inflicting the loss on I don't know the the racist or the white man, the get man. So we're tearing down your business. So, as a result of uh, doing that, you're going to lose. You're going to lose a job. That's not be silly. So you think, yeah, everyone that's worked at that target, they're going to get sacked from Target. All black people said, "We're not working." tomorrow we're not working for the next week the population is massive that will fuck up businesses there's other ways of doing things people stop working there there's actually other people waiting to fill a lot of those jobs you're not considering that we're just not to work you're thinking about people employing we're just not working everyone we're not working obama i'm not working how long does that doesn't need to last long it doesn't need to last long it's about making a point once but if you live check to check that's not possible no one burns down your work building you're fucked in the main streets of new york now are flooded with litter and stuff. Like, having barbaric behaviour doesn't actually solve the issue. I don't know whether to just stop working and every black person should just stop working. But I just don't think violence and fighting police officers on the street is actually going to do anything. It's not a perfect example. I'm just giving it another example, Jam Sam. A bottom-up approach, yeah? I think if we were to, like, start to build wealth and help our communities, we wouldn't even be in situations where we're having to do this or we're having to loot and steal things. I agree. Where there's poverty, there's crime from. But at the end of the day, like, there's always going to be poor people, do you know what I'm saying? And when there's poor people, there's just going to be resistance, bro. It is what it is. Obviously, I'm not an advocate for, like, looting or, like, violence and shit, but you can't deny, like, how impactful that like, social unrest is. If we signed petitions all the time, sent emails all the time, or just came peacefully... At the end of the day, yeah, I've seen those meetings in Parliament where they sort of discuss, like, maybe minority black issues. No one shows up, fam. Five, six people in the chamber, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So sometimes you've got to take matters into your own hands. Every time I see on, on Twitter, they'll be like, ah, oh, police are abusing black people, killing them, but black people actually kill black people more than the police, yeah? The reason that statistic is silly, because if you look at white communities, white people kill white people actually at a higher rate, yeah? And it's not got nothing to do with race, yeah? It's simply because that's what's in the area. If you see Glasgow, in the last 10 years, yeah, Glasgow's had some of the highest crime rates and, and, and also, like, murder rates in the world. And there's a lot of gangs in Glasgow as well, yeah? And they're predominantly white. But you will never hear the media say, there's white-on-white crime going on in Glasgow. I'm sure some of you might be the first time you're hearing about this. But you have to remember that a lot of the time statistics and news are released here. It's also released by organisations that are predominantly racist. White-on-white crime, you're not going to call it white-on-white crime. You're just going to call it crime. When a black person commits a crime, it now becomes black crime. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? And that's what it is. You just got a deep, bro. Although we're British citizens, we're migrants. If you look at different races, yeah, each category comes from their country under different duress. For example, Jewish people, they move because they want to move. Do you know what I'm saying? Asian people, they move to better their lives. You see, as black people, yeah, most of our families originally came to the UK through slavery. Do you know what I'm saying? And the ones that have now made it back to their countries, they came back 
We came back because life wasn't great in our countries. We came to suffering, do you understand? And that's why we'll be suffering. I don't agree that black people came here because of slavery. When we re-came back now, it's because life was hard in our own countries, do you understand? What's the difference between that and an Asian person migrating? It'd be Africans and Caribbeans coming in boats and shit, bro. We're treated different. Them men will come in the plane and they've applied for the shop license already. Do you understand? We don't get those privileges, bro. We come here under dress. Again, even, even behind that, there's a hidden agenda, right? When you keep pushing a narrative for so long and pushing it in people's faces, eventually people are going to believe it. So subconsciously, these young people today, right, that are committing the crime, they're thinking, you know what? They're saying we're, we're, we're committing our crime anyway. They're going to blame us for it, so we might as well do it. Do you know what I'm saying? The more you push something, eventually you'll start to believe that subconsciously. Do you know what I'm saying? So even behind that, there's, there's a hidden agenda. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think we obviously need to basically like debunk that narrative. I think this all this still leads to the point that that's why, as black people, we have a responsibility to try and better our community. Once we get to the position where we're high enough to actually make structural changes, bro, we need to be giving back. We need to be giving young people opportunities so they don't have to turn to crime. Provide some examples. Let's say, for example, you're in a position in your corporate career where you can, you know, start giving people opportunities to do work experience. Even giving the young boys an outlet in it. Obviously, I feel like when we was growing up, it was a little bit better. Don't get me wrong, like, it was still peak on the roads and that. But right now, like, I don't see man them going park to go kickball with their friends as much anymore. I don't see man playing marbles in the drain anymore. They well, whose fault is that? You, you couldn't let the system's fault or the community's fault? The government have um, closed many community centres. A lot of the pitches and that, that was on, and basketball courts that were free, that, like they've been privatised now. Like, even when we was growing up here, yeah, we had to pay £30 a month to kick ball. Do you remember that? Yeah. Not everyone can afford that, you know. That excludes a lot of people anyway. The government should invest into sports and things like that to just sort of keep young boys motivated. That's why we have to do it. Easier said than done. Even bro. back in the day, we used to have David Beckham Academy. Those, those things don't exist no more, fam. I don't hear about those things anymore, bro to create opportunity in the environments that we live in. But I'm trying to say to you, it's not helping us that the authorities are privatising things that used to be public or things that we used to be for extra activities. Bro. I feel like without sports, a lot of us would be wayward, bro. What does that say, bro? Do you know what I'm saying? All of you guys made valid points there, but I don't think we've got the ears to the streets to know what academies are still popping for 14-year-olds. Jay, I'm pretty sure I've met you playing football, bro, like in the park with the man. Do you know what I'm saying? There's nothing there. Like, there's nothing there, fam. There's nothing going on, man. Everyone's just gangbanging from early, man. I won't even lie to you, like, the most troublesome youths that I can think of growing up, fam, they didn't play sports, fam. Most men who were, who were really causing havoc here, yeah? like, they had no extracurricular activities, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, agree, yeah, agree. You need to find something that you're passionate about, do you know what I'm saying? And then that will sort of motivate you and, better, and you can better yourself and you can focus as well. With what's going on, it's definitely very sad. I feel like, you know, when people make the point about, like, the UK and US, I feel like both are very bad. Obviously, they have, like, different gun laws and stuff like that, which obviously impacts them. But we really need to sort of, like, be very vocal at times like this. And even with Belly Majanga situation like that, we sort of need to get behind little things like that because I think our voice is going to be what makes a difference, regardless of what you might think the solution is. Obviously, I've said what I think the solution is and everyone's got their opinion. We need to sort of strive to be better and be more vocal. I personally think we just need to just make more of an effort to just come together and actually support another, not just through business, but just, like, it's even just social support and just recognising each other. So if you see a young sister, young brother out there, just say, yo, like, well, go on, you know I'm saying? Someone reaches out that needs help, you help them out. So you see earlier on, I was talking about the whole Black Wall Street and stuff, innit, yeah? I honestly think, like, let's say I decided to make an organisation right now and I'm going to loan money to, like, black businesses or raise grants and stuff, innit, yeah? So obviously, I think, you see a lot of times black people, sometimes there's a mistrust when it comes to the handling of money, yeah? Because I think a lot of us have been burnt ourselves when 
you might have given money to something and, you, and someone told you, yeah, it's going to come back and it didn't come back in a way or, or like you've heard about one friend snaking another friend or didn't. So there's a lot of crab in the barrel things that have happened that we've come across, in it, yeah? However, I feel like if there's actually like, let's say, you see that girl, Connor Walker, how she has that thing every year where she um, invests in a few female entrepreneurs and stuff like that, yeah? I do yeah. feel like if there was more initiatives like that for actual, like, just pure black businesses and it was an every year thing. And the thing with that, yeah, you could start to grow our community from the ground up. Because, like, let's take Dragon's Den, yeah? If you watch Dragon's Den, how many times do you see black people win? When you hear about Levi Roots, yeah, it's like, raw. like, he actually won that thing. But you shouldn't always need to go to the mainstream for that. We can actually start things in our community. Bro, 10K could change trajectory of so many small businesses. We can actually start from um, a minuscule level and try to build those things up. Do you get me? And I feel like when we get into those positions of power, like obviously I know we want to like exercise nepotism and, you know, bust our friends. But I think it needs to extend beyond that. Like we literally have to try and give as many young black people opportunities. So yeah, man, like they can have a better future. Yo, people, myself, Reese, you're tuned into the 2.0 podcast. Follow us on IG at 2.0 underscore POD. Yeah.